On this day in church history, God's handwriting. Missionaries Dick and Margaret Hillis found themselves caught in China during the Japanese invasion. The couple lived with their two children in the inland town of Shinkyu. The village was tense with fear, for every day brought terrifying reports of the Japanese advance. At the worst possible time, Dick developed appendicitis, and he knew his life depended on making the long journey by rickshaw to the hospital on January 15, 1941, with deep foreboding, Margaret watched him leave. Soon the Chinese colonel came with news. The enemy was near and the townspeople must evacuate. Margaret uh, shivered, knowing that one-year-old Johnny and two-month-old Margaret Ann would never survive as refugees, so she stayed put. Early next morning, she tore the pages from the wall calendar and read the news, the new day's scripture. It was Psalm 56.3, What time I am afraid I will trust in thee. The town emptied during the day, and the next morning, Margaret arose, feeling abandoned. The new verse on the calendar was Psalm 9.10, Thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. The next morning, she arose to a distant sounds of gunfire and worried about food for her children. The calendar verse was Genesis 50.21, I will nourish you and your little ones. An old woman suddenly popped in with a pail of steaming goat's milk and another straggler, arrived with a basket of eggs. Through the day, sounds of warfare grew louder, and during the night, Margaret prayed for deliverance. The next morning, she tore the pages from the calendar to read Psalm 56, 9. When I cry unto thee, uh, then shall my enemies turn back. The battle was looming closer, and Margaret did not, didn't go to bed that night. Invasion seemed imminent, but the next morning, all was quiet. Suddenly, villagers began returning to their homes, and the colonel knocked on her door. For some reason, he told her the Japanese had withdrawn their troops. No one could understand it, but the danger had passed. They were safe. Margaret glanced at her wall calendar and felt she had been reading the handwriting of God. The psalmist writes, When I pray, Lord God, my enemies will retreat, because I know for certain you are with me. I Praise your promises. I trust and I'm not afraid. No one can harm me. Psalm 56, 9 through 11. Good morning. Good morning. Today is the 15th day of January. It is Monday. Currently 38 degrees here in Stockbridge. Uh, with, looks like mostly sunny skies today with a high of 56. If you want to say happy birthday to Milton. Uh, Happy birthday, Milton, and uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson here from Oswald Chambers. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, just that wonderful account of uh, this uh, family trusting in you, Lord, and you just uh, uh, comforting them and leading them through your word uh, all the way, Lord. And Father, we just ask for your blessing right now as we get into your word. Uh, we do want to lift up those that are ill. There's so many uh, in the church that are still suffering, Lord. I, this cough I've got won't, just won't seem to go away, Lord. And so uh, we just ask for your healing hand. Uh, think of Oris and Shirley and Jill and uh, Charlotte. And uh, Lord, so many others, uh, Clyde and Sylvia. So, Lord, we just uh, ask for your healing hand. Uh, 
And Lord, we just ask for your spirit as we get into this lesson, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, do you walk in white? Oswald Chambers. We were buried with him, that just as Christ was raised from the dead, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Romans 6, 4. No one experiences complete sanctification without going through a white funeral, the burial of the old life. If there has never been this crucial moment of change through death, sanctification will never be more than an elusive dream. There must be a white funeral, a death with only one resurrection, a resurrection into the life of Jesus Christ. Nothing can defeat a life like this. It has oneness with God and for only one purpose, to be a witness for him. Have you really come to your last days? You have often come to them in your mind, but have you really experienced them? You cannot die or go to your funeral in a mood of excitement. Death means you stop being. You must agree with God and stop being the intensely striving kind of Christian you have been. We avoid the cemetery and continually refuse our own death. It will not happen by striving, but by yielding to death. It is dying, being baptized into his death, Romans 6, 3. Have you had your white funeral? Or are you piously deceiving your own soul? Has there been a point in your life which you now mark as your last day? Is there a place in your life to which you go back in memory with humility and overwhelming gratitude so that you can honestly proclaim, Yes, it was then at my white funeral that I made an agreement with God. This is the will of God, your sanctification, 1 Thessalonians 4.3. Once you truly realize this is God's will, you will enter into the process of sanctification as a natural response. Are you willing to experience that white funeral now? Will you agree with him that this is your last day on earth? The moment of agreement depends on you. Wow. Wisdom from Oswald Chambers. If there is only one strand of faith amongst all the corruption within us, God will take hold of that one strand. And our text for today is Matthew chapter 10, verses 21 through 42. Matthew 10, 21. Brother will betray brother to death, and the father his child, and children will rise up and rebel against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by everyone because of your association with my name. But it is the one who has patiently persevered and endured to the end who will be saved. When they persecute you in one city because of your faith in me, flee to the next. For I assure you and most solemnly say to you, you will not finish going through all the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor is a bondservant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher, and the bondservant like his master. If they have called the head of the house, Beelzebul, Satan, how much more will they speak evil of the members of his household? So do not be afraid of them, for nothing is hidden that will not be revealed at the judgment, or keep secret, or kept secret that will not be made known at the judgment. What I say to you in the dark, privately, tell in the light, 
publicly, and what you hear whispered in your ear, proclaim from the house tops to many people. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather be afraid of him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two little sparrows sold for a copper coin? And yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But even the very hairs on your head are all numbered, for the father is sovereign and has complete knowledge. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, That one I will also confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But the one who denies and rejects me before men, that one I will also deny and reject before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace on the earth. I have come to bring I have not come to bring peace, but a sword of division between belief and unbelief. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the numbers, the members of his own household, when one believes and another does not. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and he who does not take his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me, is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life in this world will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world for my sake will find it, that is, life with me for all eternity. He who receives and welcomes you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives and welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous, honorable man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives to one of these little ones, these who are humble in rank or influence, even a cup of cold water to drink because he is my disciple, truly I say to you, he will not lose his reward. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this, uh, your amazing word, this amazing lesson, this amazing account in history, Lord. And we just ask that you would uh, open our hearts and our minds, Lord. Walk, be with us today. As we start out this week, Lord, that we would be uh, enter this process of sanctification with you or continue on in that process, Lord, that we would allow you to mold us and shape us as we go throughout the week growing in you. Yes, for your blessing on each and every one of us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You guys have an amazing day. God bless.